I have tons of notes about how Disney's a you know it's got some mess ups. That anyway, all right, we're live. Hey, welcome back, <laughs> business geeks, to the Business Geeks podcast. I'm Super Joe Pardo, and I am joined by my two wonderful non-musically dancing co-hosts here on the business. And I need to mute this. This is so loud. Okay. There we go. So, pretend there's music in the background and they're dancing. I'm joined by my co-host, Samantha Riley of SamanthaRiley.Global. Sam, how have you been? It has been, I don't know, it's been like six weeks now? I feel like it's been forever. It has. I was just saying to Leon, it feels weird because the last time we caught up, I was living in a different house in a different state. Jen was on a holiday in the mountains. Like I feel like we've got so much to catch up on. A whole life. We've lived a whole life since we were here last. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, I'm glad that you're doing well. And in a, you know, your background looks somewhat similar to the background. If you weren't paying too close attention, you probably wouldn't even (laughs) notice that it is different and that you're in a different part of the country. And we will get to that in a little bit. As well as below here, we have Jennifer Crawford of Sparent.co, who is also one of the co-hosts here. Sam, Jen, God, I'm out of practice. Jen, how the heck are you doing? Well, Joe, I'm doing just fine. I'm doing just fine. I feel like you're a little frazzled this week, and that's okay. We're going to unpack that a little bit, I think. But I have some business news, but I don't know if this is – I don't want to pollute the – lighthearted introductions oh i'll share later i'll share later all right well we will now now i'm on the edge of my seat jen doing that to us that that's a hook and a half yeah people love a cliffhanger (laughs) sam marketer at heart yes (laughs) (laughs) i gotta keep them watching you know 100 percent 100 percent. so we will get to all that and more and what i've been up to and we also have a topic but we also have your questions that you have going on with your business right now that we're here to help answer for the next i don't know what 45 minutes or so and would absolutely love to have you ask it in the chat. So uh, just pop your question in there, and we will get we will get to answer it for you and give you the best advice of the hundred years of experience that walks and talks in the business geeks. Wow! Wow! I know! Wow! Right? Wow! Yeah, when wow. you say it like that, Joe, it's it's hey, it's powerful stuff. It is powerful. It does make me feel a little old, however. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's not like each of you are carrying 50 years here. Come on now. 40 (laughs) years? Are you, you know. Anyway, before I dig myself a bigger hole, Sam, let's start off with a light note. Sam, where are you? What happened? You moved? Oh, my goodness. I am. I've moved north. You know, when you move north in Australia, it gets warmer. So I'm up in beautiful, tropical, sunny Queensland. So for anyone that doesn't know where that is, it's on the east coast of Australia and up. And where we're living is a vacation town. So it feels like we're permanent vacation every single day. And it is divine. It sounds divine. Yeah, that that's sounds... what life should feel like. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Palm trees and pina coladas. That's all I can say. <laughs> that sounds nice. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Sam. I know yes. moving is, is so stressful. And even when you're moving someplace better, it's the process is painful. So you made oh, it look easy, you... 
Oh, well, no, behind the scenes, there was a, there was a lot of stress and there yeah. was a lot of tears. And it, uh, there was a few times where I was like, what have we done? We've made the biggest mistakes of our lives. <laughs> but we've now settled in and life is beautiful again. So glad. That is great to hear. Yes, yes, yes. So, but I mean, you had a beautiful view where you were before. I mean, I got like oh, totally. whales we living and on dolphins the ocean. and, totally. you know, yep. breaching right outside your window. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, you know, life's short and... Just because you like one place doesn't mean that you can't go and experience another place. And Leon and I are very much about let's experience as much as we can in this lifetime and realize how many beautiful places there are and how many amazing experiences we can have. And it doesn't mean that we didn't enjoy our ocean views. We're super grateful to have spent two years watching dolphins and whales and sunrises every day, but we're on a new adventure. Woo! That is it. phenomenal. So, uh, Jen, fill us in on your business news. Yeah. What's, what's yeah, going well, on? This, this is going to be a bit of an ongoing saga, but I was approached with an opportunity to buy another virtual assistant agency. So we are in what they call due diligence right now. So this is where we, you know, they've accepted our offer and we get to ask lots of questions and dig into, you know, a little deeper into the depth of their business, you know, the financials and accountants have paperwork and attorneys have paperwork and the bank has paperwork and it's a lot of paperwork, but I'm, you know, I, as a business owner and entrepreneur, I have sold a business, but I've never purchased a business. So I, whether it actually happens or not, because anything can happen from between now and mm -hmm. the closing table, I am enjoying just learning about the process of acquiring another business and experiencing it from a buyer's you know, standpoint. So I'm excited. I'm excited. But I hope it wow, happens. Jen. Yeah. That's congratulations. That's exciting yeah. news. Big that business clients had to come on because we, you know, we're a relatively young uh, business and we don't have any business debt. And I'd always loved that, you know, that we don't have any. So we're, this will be taking on business debt for the first time, but I'm surprisingly very chill about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sign, yeah. isn't it? That's a good sign. Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. How did they come approach you? Did you approach them? Like, um, Well, I actually am friends with a really amazing operations specialist, and she was brought in as a consultant for this agency. And through her relationship with them, it came up that the CEO was looking to sell. She has other businesses. And this one was just kind of, she's like, I don't really need this. She was only working a couple you know, hours a week and it wasn't her passion. She kind of wanted to simplify her business portfolio, so to speak. And so Kiva, my friend was like, well, I might know somebody who might be interested. And so she contacted me, put the parties together and yeah, moving, so moving along. It's yeah. Very exciting. Well, that's, you know, it's great when a deal can come together like that. And, yeah, I uh, hope it does. We'll see, you know. Yeah, so far, so yeah. good. Yeah. But I like mean, you I've... said, what a great learning experience. Yeah, it's a great learning experience. Yeah. It is. It, it is because you get to see so many other aspects of business that you don't normally get to touch on. And you get to see how other people operated their business. So 
with impunity, which is always fun to be able to dig into. Yeah. And, and just, mm, you know, point. it's another way to grow your business that I think uh, small business owners don't necessarily consider is actually, you know, purchasing a similar business and, you know, having that be part of a, a long-term growth strategy. So I had had that in the seat at the back of my mind with no timeline attached to it. So when this opportunity presented itself, because I, you know, my business partner and I had already sort of tossed the idea around casually, you know, we, we were like, well, let's consider it. Maybe we can do this. And we talked to the bank and they're like, yeah, ladies, we think you could do this. And we talked to the accountants. They're like, yes, ladies, we think this is a good move. Let's just, you know, get all the information and, you know, move forward. So. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So any idea how when the closing would be? I, you know, I'm not sure. Our, we have a little bit more time left in our due diligence. Our loan process is going on. So my guess is probably about less, maybe less than 30 days. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So exciting. If, if there are no hiccups, oh. you know, there's no like surprises. <laughs> well, we will have to follow <laughs> that story for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And crossing our fingers that there isn't. And even if there is, you're very well equipped to handle them. I hope so. I hope Absolutely. so. I'm not easily rattled. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. So that's, well, that's, you know, great news on both ends there. Getting to move, getting to move into somebody else's business <laughs> and being all up in their business in the process but um what about you joe what's yeah, going joe, on in why, your world why are you so uh, fr- why are you so hectic and frantic this this afternoon oh uh, well i mean look so so i mean obviously i've mentioned that i'm back at, you know at the that's the company that's one of the reasons that i'm here like this with a different background and and i've i mean so on some of my videos i've shot in this in my office here, but not too much. So I'm still trying to figure out the camera layout and the best situation. So it's not obtrusive or intrusive to like business, you know, stuff during the day. Unlike my desk at home where it's like, it's literally purpose built for, you know, using my computer up against the wall and then having the lights and everything be right for, you know, shooting video and having a, a better camera than I'm using my, uh, you know, cell phone as a webcam at the moment, which I see looks fine on this end, but over on YouTube land, it looks, I look really pixelated mm. and mushy. I don't, I don't know why. Do I look mushy um, to you guys? Uh, yes, only when me. you do the close up like view when you uh, I still no, I still look like it in uh, here on on YouTube World, oh, okay. uh, unfortunately. Hey Lou, good to see you. Oh, Thank you Lou. for joining us. Always yeah. good to see Lou in the chat. Really? Yeah. So it's just been really busy with with getting a lot of balls rolling here at the shop and fixing some of the things that have been going on here on like the tech side, the process side or 24-7 roadside assistance side, all of that has been a little, it's been a bit hectic. But, uh, you know, for the most part, it, we've, you know, I, I've been able to do it. And I was on vacation for a little while there as well. So that was fun and exhausting going down to Disney World with the kids and being mm-hmm. like nonstop, <laughs> literally, and even driving there and driving back. Hey, Al, good to see you in the chat. Let us know if you have any questions that we could help you with here. It would be great to, to have you ask those questions. So 
Yeah, so then, like, on the other side, like, I'm trying to balance all of that with my clients and with putting out YouTube videos, which I haven't done too much of in the last two weeks because of vacation and all that. So, you know, I got a lot of the catching up to do on that front. And, uh, yeah, it, and then I have Icon coming up soon, the Independent Podcast Conference. Wow. In September. So we're supposed to do it in person. I, I actually had to reach out to the hotel because they hadn't gotten back to me about shrinking our dates up so that I could like reduce some of the cost. So we're shrinking it down to just two days instead of three days. And that's reducing the cost by like over a third, which is helpful because like I'm still not sure how many people are going to show up for this thing. Like I would mm. love for everybody to show up. I don't know. I mean, other people seem to be getting away with doing in-person events. No problem. Right. But I don't know. I haven't dipped my toe in the water yet. So my, mm. my goal is to get my costs so far down that it's not the end of the world if it just breaks even. Like it's not like putting out a whole bunch of money to potentially break even. I think it's important mm. at this point just to have the event as a whole, like just to get back, mm. you know, back out there. So we're not like in the in the rearview mirror of people's minds. So I think that's really important, even if it ends up costing me, you know, I end up, say, like I said, breaking even or even not breaking even, not costing me a ton of money to do so, just to even have the event. <laughs> Tim, what's up, Tim? Good to see you. Thank you for joining us, humble man. Tim says, Joe, Super Joe on vacation, say it isn't so. Yeah, I was, uh, I was on vacation. I, and aside from, so when we drove down, I did a bunch of work in the passenger seat for the first few hours. I even shot a video that you can see on my YouTube channel, like doing a preview video for Shark Tank. So that was fun to do because I actually mounted my phone as a webcam to the windshield. Uh, I wasn't driving, obviously, <laughs> and, and used my laptop and did the screen sharing and all that stuff right from my laptop, right from in with a with a headset. And I had it set up so like you couldn't hear the kids yelling in the background or anything <laughs> like that. Like it was it was great. So you know, I did that and I was planning on doing more videos while I was down there, but I was like, ah, you know, I, I ended up doing one video while we were there and it was like a 20 minute Q and a video from a bunch of questions I had. So other than that, I didn't work. So once I got done with like, I had to build a spreadsheet thing, like tracker for somebody for one of my clients. And I had to do, you know, walk through a client call actually while we were driving. But by 10 o'clock at night on that Thursday, I was done. And, nice. and I didn't do any work until I did that one video like eight days later or something like that. And I, that was just like me sticking the phone to like the glass on our – like um, what do they call it? Like a porch, like a glass sliding door mm -hmm. there. And that was you know my video, my contri contribution to at least have a video come out so I wasn't completely irrelevating myself. But – Yes, Brent Basham. Hey, Brent, I will get back to you. You don't have to text me crickets. It's, I, I will get back to you, man. It's just <laughs> been really hectic. Indie PodCon is happening live in person. Tim, it will be there. He got his ticket. Oh, there you go. You've, you've got your first ticket sold there, Super Joe. Yes, yes. Well, I have a few. I mean, I have a few tickets sold. I'm trying to. Okay, here we go. So, so this this view is a little bit better. Doesn't block everybody's face. Lou says, "Joe, you didn't dip your toe into in-person events. I jumped in full body and went to a concert last night and was freaking out with how many people there <laughs> were. I, you know, I've I've done that as well." going to concerts and, and going to Disney World and stuff. And, you know, to a certain extent, you just kind of got to 
have some faith that you're doing the right thing and you know you're outdoors as much as possible <laughs> or separated mm-hmm. enough or only seeing people for seconds you know a minute at a time when you're passing them but it is you know it's different though than having an event right where everybody's sitting in the same room for the whole entire time but i believe at least our hotel has upgraded their system their air conditioning system to filter out you know viruses bacteria and stuff like that so you know when i was at disney that's what like my hope was was like okay they put that this is why we don't have a mask mandate anywhere except on a bus and on the monorail because those places probably don't have those filtration systems so i get it everywhere else i really hope they've taken the time and money to put it you know to filter the air and if nothing else it's all in my head and hopefully nobody gets sick because we don't need that but yeah so that's that's just a part of where, you know, it's been a really hectic week trying to get back into the swing of things uh, after that nice long vacation there. <sighs> yes. See, Al's ass says, are y'all, for, are y'all familiar with Damon John from Shark Tank on TMZ every Friday afternoon to discuss the subject of follow the money? I don't watch TMZ, and I'm pretty confident that my two co-hosts do not either. <laughs> I'm in Australia. No yep. idea what that is. <laughs> it's like a tab- no TMZ like a video, in Australia. <laughs> video tabloid. That's, okay. Yeah, video-based Sorry. tabloid. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Damon John is on Shark Tank. I didn't know he had a segment on TMZ. That's that's pretty cool to know. I'll have to go and see if I can watch some of that online. But yeah. Anyway, so we did have a topic today since nobody has any questions yet. Jen, you brought this topic to the foreground. I have yet to know anything about it. So you want to? Yeah, just a little bit of feel-good news from our friend Dolly Parton. And I have yet to meet anybody or seen anybody on social media say anything negative about Dolly Parton. And we're not going to start oh, now she's because adorable. she's amazing. I love her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody loves <laughs> Dolly Parton. And, you know, one of the reasons I adore her besides all of her charity work and her musical talent, is that as an employer, I believe she sets some really great examples on how to treat the people that work with you. And this article or this news story came out in February, but I didn't, I don't feel like it, I heard enough people talking about it. And this is an announcement that Dollywood is going to start offering free education, uh, tuition fees and books and any fees associated with tuition or with education will be covered 100% by Dollywood. And this benefit is effective on your first day of employment. So I felt this was so generous, not just generous, but also very smart because they have a lot of different fields represented within Dollywood from, you know, hospitality, restaurants, you know, customer service, you know, all sorts of jobs where an education could make her employees not just better workers, but more invested in Dollywood as a career. So I just, I just love her and I love the spirit of this. And I love that it covers a broad spectrum of education from trade school to, you know, traditional degrees to, yeah, I don't know, everything in between. So mm. this is somebody that I feel like is, is doing capitalism right. 
What do you guys think? So I think that, oh, go, oh, for go it, ahead. No, 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 you go, Sam. Go ahead. So I was going to say, I think it's fantastic. I can see there's so many businesses that are struggling to get staff right now. I know that you're having that problem in the US. We're definitely having it in Australia as well. I think that this is a smart move to attract workers. There is one little part of my business brain that's going, how are they going to do this? Because I don't know how much a degree is over there, but here that would blow. I just can't get my head around how they're going to make this work from a uh, from a monetary from a financial standpoint. So I think it's fabulous. I can see why they've done it. I love it all. It's just this one little thing going, how, how are they yeah. going to pull this off? <laughs> it's expensive. I think, I, I don't know for sure, but you know, within that article, it's been a while since I, I, I read it when it first came out and then just pulled it because I had it saved in my pocket app. But I, I think they may have brokered some sort of educational like discounts for lack of a better word um, uh, with, some, like, with an, yep. edu- an overarching educational institution. So I think there's like an umbrella institution and everything sort of funnels through that. That might be one way. And of course, this is a, a business deduction <laughs> for them. So, you know, I have a feeling Dollywood, their pockets are certainly deeper than ours, uh, our, our mm. typical small business. But yeah, it, I mean, it's a good question because you're, you know, it is, it is an investment for them. But I think it's, you know, it's a long-term investment in lower mm. turnover, better talent, yeah, developing, totally. developing their employees. So I think this is more of an investment than it is an expense and it will have an ROI for them down the road. Totally. Not just in, I think, being able to attract the talent, but to be able to keep them invested in their work and be happy at work. I think it's really smart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So smart. So smart. <clears throat> I've been obsessed with this concept of work-life integration lately as opposed to work-life balance because, and I wrote a a blog post about it recently, because I have so many problems with the paradigm of work-life balance. It's Mm. such a flawed ideal. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and I think it's, it's also not the goal for most people. I think they want work-life integration where, you know, your work and your life don't have to compete because you enjoy your work Mm. and it adds something Mm -hmm. and complements your life. It's not something that you need to silo because it's awful mm. and you want to keep it separate and distinct. So I think this is a really good example of developing that type of culture where your work is complementing and adding to your life other than just financially. Mm, totally. Could not agree more. Thanks. Yeah, no, it is. It is great. I mean, I, I remember talking about this on my show back in like November when I, I think it was like came out it was like Target and there was a couple others that were like, we're giving free, you know, education, blah, 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 blah. And when you dig into it, so when you read the art, like when you look at this article, it looks like they might have brokered some kind of deal. As Lou had pointed out here, working for a school as I do, the fastest growing segment of our business is partnering with employers to deliver certification and degrees, wow. right? Yeah. So, yes. but the other thing, additionally, the company will provide a partial funding up to 5,250 per year for 150 additional programs in fields like including hospitality, engineering, human resources, and art design. Now, the thing about that is that's actually tax deductible, the 5,250 for everybody. So like 
in theory, everybody should be offering this because it's, I mean, everybody who's making enough money to be able to afford to need the, the tax break mm-hmm, should be mm-hmm, offering mm-hmm. this because it's literally part of the tax law. So, so it's one of those things where it's like, it sounds great because you're, you're, I mean, and what she's doing is above and beyond that, right? But mm-hmm, it, like, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it sounds great like for like a target to say it, but it's like, really, it's just an opportunity for them to get a big tax break. And do something mm-hmm. right and get mm-hmm. an opportunity to have for, say, first dibs on keeping people who are valuable enough to keep around, right? And and grow with the business and grow up in the business versus like only taking people from outside, even if they worked for you a while ago, now they're coming back because now we value them because they're somebody else. You know, they're somebody, they worked for somebody else. So, you know, I, I think that it's... You know, I think it's great. And I think that's great that she clearly is going above and beyond making those kinds of connections and those kinds of deals, contracts to be able to offer above and beyond just the normal 5250, which not everybody offers. And, you know, not every business is in a position to be able to offer that for the tax break because they just don't, clear, you know, make enough money at the time and to be able to need the write off. But it's something that it's a tool that more businesses can and should use. I know here mm. uh, at part of fleet we're we're going to be ex- we I mean back in the day we did a lot with training and we're going to be re-expanding into more training. It's a little bit different because most of the actually I don't think any of the people that work here are looking to go back to school, but to grow their knowledge in the trucking industry, you know, on trucks and repair and that kind of thing. So so yeah, so it's something that we're reinvesting now that we have expanded to more space, more office space to be able to do it and be able to offer it for them to be able to do it on the clock because we've offered stuff off the clock and they just it doesn't get it goes unutilized unfortunately mm, mm, mm. yeah makes sense so yeah no that's a that's a great touching thing and and good on dolly for you know taking advantage of her position to be able to offer that to, she's to one people. smart business lady that's she for is sure. she is but exactly. she's genuinely very generous and she's been involved yeah. in educational related charities you know very quietly you know, she never talks about them herself, but people learn about them. And so I think this is also very consistent with her brand and what she's passionate about and her just ongoing work. And I still can't get past the fact that it's effective day one. You, know, yeah, you don't have to. That was the bit that to, surprised me too. I think that is, you know, again, just the Dolly way. Like she's like, yes, it's there. You know, it's attract, attracts talent, attracts more people, but you know, most employers would be like, okay, we're going to dangle this carrot and this is going to be an incentive for you to stay. You're not going to get this benefit unless you work for us for six months. And then if you quit in the next six months, you're going to have to pay it all back. Like that sort of dangling that carrot and having that type of parental, you know, control over the, her employees and her team is just absent in this, Mm, in this benefit. mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I think that makes it extremely unique Mm, i agree yeah yep so what we didn't have well we don't have anything else in our spreadsheet this week which is fine it's been a few weeks since we've uh actually gotten together i don't recall when when was the last time we uh we did a business geeks i feel like it's well it was back in march and it would have been around the mid-march 
so, so quite a while. So this was a month. This one was a month ago, and it was just you, you and me, yeah. Sam, on that one. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's been. So it's been. Yeah. So it's been even. Well, it still says streamed a month ago. They don't tell you the actual date on YouTube, but, but yeah, it's it has been a while since we've gotten to do an episode of this together, and I guess I let's see. I I'm trying to think of how to frame the question. So we so okay so here here's the question so we have a situation where there's processes that were were put in place sort of followed over the last two years but you know things it's like hey we're on the track we're on the track and then like the train's not quite on the track but it's still going in the general direction um, <laughs> and it's a lot of little things like that that have happened over the last year real quick brent says yeah isn't this a weekly show it was a weekly show we moved to a bi-weekly show a couple of weeks months back two months back something yeah. like that you know and nothing's been changed uh the same since all the time changes you know like oh, it, it's, right. it's rocked our world and rocked yours too so. <laughs> uh-huh Yes, but now, right, well, ben. actually, speaking of that, the time change, we're not changing our clocks, right? Is, is that done? Did they pass that? I think we're done. Are we done? I, I think. I, I should have followed that story much more closely because I was... Well, hang on, hang on. What exactly? I'm a bit behind here. Are you not doing daylight savings anymore? No, I, I think, think we're staying in daylight savings forever. Maybe starting in oh. 2023. Wow. I don't know why they would make us go through this pain just, you know, for two more times. But I thought, I'm Googling it here. God, Google, could you take, oh, so it passed the House, but not the Senate. Oh, oh no, thanks, no, no, Brent. no, 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 yeah, no, 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 the Senate did. U.S. Senate approves bill to make daylight savings time permanent. Okay, then. Wow. Starting in 2023, ending the twice annual changing of clocks. Uh, in a move promoted by supporters advocating brighter afternoons and more economic activity. Okay. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we're just, I mean, 2023 is next year, right? Yeah. So supporters yeah. agreed that yeah. would, we, okay, so it would, the agreed the change <laughs> would not take place until November 23. So we have to go through this pain once more. And then, in theory, assuming that Biden signs it or and or signed it, because according to this article in March, he they they didn't say whether or not he supported the bill or not. I mean, do you have some some parts of the U.S. that don't do daylight savings, or does the whole country do daylight savings? No, we have part, we have like there's literally counties, <laughs> like like parts of states that don't do it. I don't understand how they Gosh. operate their life. It, you know, like if I had to, if I worked in one County and then, you know, lived in another County, what time you, you basically have to live your life on that time to be it's, there. It's all made up folks. Yeah. It's all made up. Yes. Yeah. Time, time so, is made up. So we will be stuck in the forward position. Apparently if he signs <laughs> the bill, which I can't find anything past April. I mean, obviously, we've had some major things happen that are take a little more importance than than the clock in in the last two months. But but yeah, if they sign it, then it will be it'll be done. Locutus says some parts of Arizona observe daylight savings time, but most of it doesn't. Yeah, okay. so that's yeah, so that's that's the Arizona is the one that comes to mind when trying to figure out what time what time is it and when. 
Mm, that sounds like all of Australia. We have three time zones in Australia, and when daylight savings hit, we have five. It is a pain in the neck. Wow. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. that 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 stinks. So yeah, so once we press forward, assuming it gets signed into into law, it will change. I tend to think that I guess I mean longer daylight during the winter would be nice. That extra mm. hour, so it's like because a lot of people like they go to work and it's dark at like seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning, just barely brought, like light outside, and then they're not get they're getting done at five and it's already dark. So it's like mm. unless you go out of your building for lunch. Or have a window, you like literally could just never see the sun until daylight savings time. Mm. I love Not daylight savings fun. time. Yeah, I I, uh, I generally do too. It enables you know mm. things, especially when you get like because we you know us here in the Northeast, you know we get warm spells. You know, where it might be warm at 5 o'clock in the afternoon or 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And you can, you know, it's light enough outside that you could go outside and, like, play with the kids or take your dog for a walk and not be in the dark mm. mm-hmm. while doing it. Yeah, so what, what was I talking about before? You this? were talking about... St- oh, sorry, oh, there was a yeah. train and it was kind of there, on, the there, tracks, on the tracks. And there yes. were some systems. And said, <laughs> yeah, stay, yeah, stay on your own track, though. <laughs> stay <laughs> on your track. <laughs> So, yeah, so we, so trying to get people to get back into, into those habits of like, like, and I don't want to get, I don't want to get too specific, but just getting people back into the habits of doing things the right way, even though they don't necessarily see the whole pic, the big picture of why, like one example would be making sure that you get all the data into the database, right? Even if it's maybe in the early stages of a potential customer, you know, relationship, just so you have that, you know, more, you know, I mean, we get it, right? Information is power. I mean, right? The internet clearly gets it, but it doesn't always click when, you know, when people, when boots are on the ground and they're the ones actually trying to collect said data. So getting What's people question, into that. Joe? Well, yeah, yeah, I I'm, what's your, I think I've missed something. <laughs> what, no, no, it, it, it's about, you know, what's your best ways of getting people back into those those habits, those processes the, of doing uh, the of things that putting. they Yeah, of like inputting or just like doing things the right way, you know, the the quote unquote right way. Well, mm. yeah, it's tough when you've let bad habits develop but without any sort of consequences. But I'd probably start with like, are these good systems? Like, are they good systems to begin with? Do they have like inherent flaws that make them difficult to carry out or less efficient than they could be? And probably the people, the boots on the ground will give you really good insight into that. If they are great, efficient systems, and it's just a matter of people have just gotten, you know, I don't want to say lazy because that's, you know, negative, but I think you know, if they've just been allowed and it's been accepted for them to take shortcuts or not put things in completely, well, then you've got to, you know, make some some sort of consequence if it isn't done correctly. But I don't know what that consequence mm. necessarily would be for data ent- bad data entry. And is there somebody that else that could be doing the data entry that could just be focused on that task that seems to be taking away from the core of the work that these people are doing? Like, should they even be doing data entry? 
mm. at all from the beginning. I, re- I really like what Jen said there at the beginning, Joe. I think it's really great to get the context before you sort of jump in and go, all right, why isn't this happening? So the way that we deal with that in our company is we always take it straight to a team meeting. Hey, guys, this isn't happening. Can you let us know, like, what's not working? Why isn't it happening? So that we can understand what needs to be changed because then at that point, if you, if the, everyone goes, oh, no, it's just because we haven't done it, it's called, okay, well, then let's all get it done. But by opening it up, it gives people the opportunity to say, well, the reason we're not doing it is because X, Y, Z. And then the conversation changes rather than, well, let's get it done. It's how can we change this so it works for everyone? So I think that the context is is such a great, uh, such a great place to start. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really strong leadership move too. And makes people, you know, makes people that work with you more inclined to you know, get things done if their input is respected and heard. Mm, totally. Yeah. Look, I mean, the, the biggest problem that I think they come, you know, they would come up across, and and I know firsthand because I've I've been there and done it, is you know, customers aren't necessarily willing to give up all that information. When we're talking about addresses, email addresses, I mean, some people are like, I don't even have an email address. It's like 2022. How? How do you live your life? <laughs> How do you live a life at this point? Really? Like, in this, I mean, I get it if you're like in your 80s or something and you're just like, yeah, I got a few years and I'm not trying to learn What they probably here. mean, Joe, is I don't have an email address that I want For you to you. fill up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but I mean, these types of things are, I mean, they are important, whether regardless if we're going to send marketing messages or not, like even just because there's examples like uh, warranty, right? So like... An example where it's like we you check something in and you don't take the person's like information and then it's supposed to be a warranty job, but then you have to go back to the customer and be like, Well, I they didn't take any of your information down, so I can't put the warranty through without like your address, a phone number, an email address. Like these are things that they want to have as warranty companies or or not even warranty companies but as the manufacturer you know especially the manufacturer are you explaining to the customer the benefit to them because people are are very cagey about their information for Mm. you know understandably and we all understand why yeah Yeah, absolutely it's not just being like marketed to you but you know information you know having identity stolen and identity theft all that so but if i came in and you were like look you know with your information, we'll be able to communicate your warranty updates, any re- factory recalls, you know, in a timely manner, then I would probably be much more inclined to be like, well, yeah, that stuff's important. I need to know about that. So I don't know, do, are you guys communicating in that way? That's a great question. You know, because of the back and forthness of the time that I've had to be be up there to really like take in the process that's actually happening every single time. I mean, obviously, I have the experience from like two years ago, but like I said, things have kind of, you know, settled in and, and adjusted in certain ways here. But, you know, just looking at the process as a whole and and all that, like I haven't fully gotten that opportunity like like what i've been working on the last two days is is getting the phone system to to work right because it was sort of working but you know there's been so many new faces and and people that have come into the system and have been added to departments and there there just needs to be there there actually needs to be a whole re like overhaul of 
our whole phone, like the way our phones are set up, like with the, like press one for this, press two for that, three for that, like all those need to be readjusted now that certain people are no longer here and certain needs need to be met and things like that. So I've been working on some new systems within the phone system before looking at the complete overhaul, like recording a new message with all the new prompts and everything like that. So I'm getting around to it, but that was just one of the things that I wanted to get your input on. I mean, like, obviously I'm going to sit down and, and watch what happens and see how we can improve certain, like I'm working on one of the processes now where they're taking all the information before creating a ticket. And I'm like, but the thing is, is we have a very strict time stamp. Like at five o'clock, the time switch is over. And there was a great example just literally yesterday where the call came in at 4.55. That call comes in, you know, after 4.55, the person's like, oh, well, I'm not sure, you know, I'll give you a call back. Well, in the meantime, we got no information other than what was written down. But now at five o'clock, the phones now flip over to the Philippines. So there's no information being transferred back from, you know, from our, from here in the States to the Philippines. And it's like, well, if we had created the ticket or at least created the customer in the meantime, from the information which they did give us, mm, we would have mm-hmm. a starting point and at least have the information going forward. So a bit more seamless for the customer. Right. But the, the and seamless for us, because the goal is to get it where we can get like third shift because it's a 24 seven call in center, right? Well, call in center. I put that in air quotes. But yeah, so it's little things like that. And it's like, well, this whole call in center thing was one person before. So, you know, you didn't have a, a, oh, at this time it flips over to this person and then it flips over to these people and, and all that. So it's like, okay, once we get this, you know, settled, set up so that it's more seamless and getting everybody in the the habit of doing it the quote unquote right way or whatever the current right way is because it's always evolving. Then we can look at going down the road and say, okay, now we can add that third shift. So we have somebody in the Philippines not working 13 hours a day, five days, six days mm. a week. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, that was, right before he was working like six days a week, 16 hours a day. So improvement, but we, we got to get the process right so we can get more people into the, into that process so we can, grow that and get him to like eight hours a day <laughs> so yeah mm. the but, joys of business yeah 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 so it's, it's it's a lot of like little things like that figuring out the you know what the current processes are from when i left them over two years ago to where you know where we can take them going forward but it's a big job but yeah it is it is, but that's why I'm It's here. an exciting project. <laughs> oh, yeah, you sound excited. <laughs> like, oh, God, I'm glad oh, I'm not I, don't, I actually like doing projects like that because it's something new. It's something fresh. It's not the same over and over. I love solving problems. To me, that's exciting. So I actually do enjoy that kind of stuff. I really don't enjoy the things that you do over and over and over again. Like, that's just so not me. <laughs> yes. Ding, ding. <laughs> that and (laughs) for the end of this episode because we need to wrap up here so i appreciate you watching i appreciate sam and jen being here and i appreciate our sponsor your podcast concierge see i remembered it even though it's been like a month 
com. Yourpodcastconcierge.com. If you have a podcast, a message, you want to get your podcast, your message out to people, and you don't want to have to learn the editing and the posting and the all the things that have to go in to make it to make it a thing and make it happen, go over to yourpodcastconcierge.com. Work with Leon and his team to get your podcast up and running with as minimal effort after you record as possible. Anyway, so are we going to be back in two weeks? What are we doing here? I, I think we are. <laughs> I think I might have a conflict. Hold on, hold on. Uh, let's see. One, it's in my, it's in my calendar. No, I'm good. I'm good. You're good. All right, yeah. we'll we're back, back in two weeks. In two weeks at five p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's on Thursday or Friday at seven a.m. Australian oh, Eastern, Eastern time, Standard. Eastern yeah. Standard Time. Okay, <laughs> we'll be back then. I appreciate <laughs> you all watching. Take care. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Brent. Locutus. Who else was in there? Uh, Tim, Brian. Tim. Uh, Tim. Yes, Tim and Humbleman and Al. Thank you all for being here and chatting with us. We'll see you in two weeks. Take care, everybody. Bye.